In this episode of The Darkest Timeline, Annie, Kristen, Dina, and Lynn have a very serious discussion of their favorite Season 8 Molder Returns fix. We are not here to talk <laughs> funny or silly. We are here Let's to make rip your heart out, America. <laughs> <laughs> um, should we dive in? Yeah. Sure. Were you Let's able to it. read another one? I read. Okay. So here's. How do you. What's the first one? Is it our anesthesia? Our, oh, hour, hour of lead or lead? I thought, was that, lead. I thought it was lead. I thought it was lead okay. too. I thought it was lead. Yeah. Lead. yeah. I hope it's lead because I recorded it as lead. Cool. <laughs> I mean, our lead seems wrong. Maybe. Well, also, there's there's a line in there that I'll never be able to find right now, but I'll look for it after. Um, there's a line where she talks about it feels like her body's made of lead or something like that. Like there's some reference to lead. Okay. Okay. And yeah, in I the context, I, you can. Do you remember yeah. that? I'll I'll search on um on the app. That's a smart idea that a smart person would do. <laughs> uh, which one? Oh, yeah. Like, Though her limbs seemed filled with lead, oh, she stands leaving him yes. for her. Scully, he says, an apology. And then it goes on from there. Fuck your apology, Mulder. I'm joking. But true, though, right? Joking. But true. But I'm true in some of these. You're not wrong. <laughs> Oh my goodness. The second one is called paresthesia. Yes. Um, sure. Pronounced um, paresthesia. I mean, that's what I went with because that's what you said. <laughs> that sounds thought. right to me. Yeah. Which I thought, so I went like, with what totally Annie said. That was, I yeah. That's it. What does that mean? Okay. I didn't even look look it up. That's I should um, look it up. I will tell you, but you should still look it up because I <laughs> usually don't know what I'm talking about. Um, but I thought it, I actually thought it was like a made up word, but then I, in another completely different context, I came across the oh. definition and it's when you I lose feeling in time. a limb. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. So do I. Um, and then your feeling starts to come back. And when it's tingly, mm-hmm. oh, also the pins and needles, the pins and needles. Yeah. yeah. That, that hurt so bad. Yeah, yeah. It's not very fun. I, I have this all the time. And you, now, you know, there's a name for it. I feel like a genius. <laughs> awesome. Thank you, fanfic. <laughs> Petrichor and paresthesia. Learning all these words. So many good words. Um, but I wasn't able to read the season eight drabbles. That's okay. 14,000 case. So I'll be here. I might ask questions, but I, I'll let you guys do your thing. Sorry, I have a sore throat. Oh. So um, what do we want to start with? I was going to say maybe paresthesia since it's short. Okay. Mm-hmm. What do you guys think? Yeah, let's go for it. Sounds good. Uh, should I do a quick intro? Sure. Hello and welcome to another episode of The Darkest Timeline. I'm Annie and I'm joined by Kristen. Hi, Kristen. Hi. Lynn, hello. Hi. And Dina, how are you all doing? Hello. <laughs> Good. 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 Awesome. And today we are discussing short fix for the most part, but we're here to rip your heart out with season eight angst, Mulder return <laughs> from the dead. 
angst and how he kind of fits in or doesn't fit into Scully's life with the baby. And today we're starting with Paresthesia by Darla Black. It is 2,908 words rated mature uh, in which Mulder returns broken and distant. Here's what he's thinking. Here's how he comes around. And I'm, 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 uh, though I've read it, I'm a little discombobulated. If someone wants to start for me, that'd be like (laughs) super awesome. At one point I was, when I was making notes, I was like, wait, which one am I writing notes about right now? Some of them do kind of, they all like weave together. There's a lot of overlap. Yeah. There's a lot of overlap. And I'm like, wait, was angry mom in that one or that? And it's, I'm yeah. so glad I, I did the same thing. No, no, it wasn't just you. Because even when, because I recorded the two Darla Black ones and even recording them, I got to the end. I'm like, wait, I thought Angry Mom was in this one. No. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Okay. 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 Good. They're all really good though. I, all three of yeah, them. Yeah, they're really great. Good. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. 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 So there's definitely, there's common elements, common themes in all three of them. And it's kind of fun to see where the overlap is and it's fun to see, you know, when multiple authors have the same take on certain things, it's just very validating. And then I feel like I, we can really consider it fanon, you know, if if, mm-hmm. uh, if multiple authors kind of come to the same conclusion about how to fill in those gaps, it's, uh, I don't know, it just makes it kind of more real. But I also want to say that I like that they end differently, even though they contain Mm -hmm. a lot of the same ideas and kind of like filling in the missing scenes in similar ways. I feel like this one in particular, sorry, I feel like this one in particular ends on a lighter kind of happier. No, it's, it's a happier note than Mm -hmm. hour of lead, which it was like, Oh my gosh, this is really dark. Yeah. 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 That was yeah. the darkest, I think, of these three. Yeah. 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 Um, let me see. So this yeah, one. Yeah, I think I made that note, too, that this did. one had the the least painful ending. I mean, yeah, it, you, it, I guess it could go on to be painful, but just where the story yeah. stops mm-hmm, and yeah. the sort of uh, where they're at and their reconnection, you know, it was just a more positive ending point. Which is good. We need that sometimes. Right. Mm-hmm. And this one's told from Mulder's point of view, which is different from Hour of Lead, which I know we're not talking about yet, but that one's Scully's point of view, mm-hmm. um, which I also think that's kind of cool to get their opposite takes on what's happening. And not opposite, but like their takes on what's happening in this situation, what they're feeling and going through during this like awkward time when he comes back and doesn't know how he fits in. Um, and I, I actually had a question for you guys. Did you feel like one was more effective than the other? Um, this one versus hour of lead, or should we wait until we like discuss hour of lead before we do this? We can I'll leave it, it up now, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I think, I, I think with, with hour of lead, you see, cause in this show, we see more of how Scully is dealing with everything while, on the X-Files. So like at work, trying to, you know, kind of emulate Mulder to be the Mulder for the office and and believe and do this and do all that. Um, and I like that Hour of Lead shows us what's happening at home for her. 
and like her internal mm-hmm, thoughts. Mm-hmm. And that's a lot darker than what we see happens in the show, even though that's kind of dark a bit too, right? Like you see her being a little bit self-destructive and, um, or not, not self-destructive, but like not as cautious mm-hmm. um, in the beginning. Um, and then whereas with the Mulder like point of view, you kind of, I feel like it kind of matches up with what we saw on the show. Cause I feel like we saw more of like the, the, the thought process that, that Mulder has like in the thick is I find kind of matches up with the actions that he had on the show. And in the episodes that when he came back, that was just my take on it. Yeah. That's what I liked best. I think well, one of the things I really, I love season eight angst, but I really liked how the gaps were filled in on Mulder's side because Mm -hmm. when you watch the episodes in late season eight, you're like, why is he being a dick? Mm -hmm. What is going on? And all three of these fix did such a good job of like tapping into the thought process Mm -hmm. of why he was saying the things he was saying and why he was acting that way. And it provides that explanation and it makes it all make sense. And with that, with paresthesia, I mean, it starts with Skinner accusing Mulder of punishing Scully, Mm -hmm. which is an interesting, I mean, it's interesting, like, because when you watch the show, you're right, you're like, oh, he's just being a dick. And you really don't think about his process of, he's trying to piece together what went on while he was gone. And he probably is angry in some ways at her. I mean... She's now pregnant. He doesn't know how she got pregnant. Like, it yeah. looks like she I mean, just has... kind of moved on as soon as he left. Mm-hmm. And it makes sense that he would be angry, just angry. Mm-hmm. And he doesn't really have a place to direct that anger. Yeah. And so, you know, people tend to kind of lash out at the people closest to them. Mm-hmm. It's not fair, sure. but that's just human nature. So, you know, he's just kind of lashing out at her because she's there, even if it's completely undeserved. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, Speaking of Skinner, like he's really hot in that scene. <laughs> but he commented that, right? I, I did. Yeah. I that was, was a good that was a good comment. I really yeah. liked the the protection. Skinner was kind Skinner of hot too. in that scene. Yeah. <laughs> but he was. I was like, yeah, Skinner, you go, you tell him. He says, I can't begin to understand what must be going on in your mind. I don't think anyone mm-hmm. can. Then a fierceness in his jaw, a protectiveness Mulder used to know in himself. But what the fuck are you doing? Why mm-hmm. are you punishing her? I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah baby. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Tell him. Um, he was totally protective dad skinner. Mm-hmm. And that matched up with the show too, right? Because we saw that as well. Like they got yes. really close uh, in, in that season yes. as well. He he definitely felt guilty for what had happened to Mulder mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. was making sure that Scully was taken care of and, mm-hmm. you know, everything was going right with her. So it, it totally makes sense that he would step in if Mulder's not acting right, um, which like, I get it. He was going through some hard stuff. It was weird. It was, you know, he he felt like she had moved on. And if only they had talked about it earlier, if only he had just mm-hmm. said, hey, how did that happen? Um, it could have all been resolved, but that's not that's not who our heroes are. No, that's no. not how they are. And then, you know, after Skinner chews out Mulder, Mulder has to get a dig in. Like, I know you've been waiting, waiting in the wings or mm-hmm. whatever. Mm-hmm. Which yeah. I thought was oh, funny. Mulder. 
And then yeah. he basically accuses Scully of getting pregnant by someone else. Mm-hmm. Which again, okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. In the show. <laughs> all right. I get it. In the beginning, you wake up and then you see this, you know, the love of your life really with yeah. this giant belly. And you're like, yeah. oh my God, how much time has passed? Yeah. You know? Yeah. Eventually Stopping. you learn how much time has passed, I'm assuming, right? Like he must have read like his file. They at yeah. least had that talk. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just do the, the math. Like it's simple, basic math, right? Yeah. Is it though? Hold on. Because this is X-Files but, math and she was oh, yeah, for I, 12 months. I was so, gonna say. so he's probably I very mean, confused. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. This is how I, this is how I get myself to accept it because yeah, you would think it wouldn't be that hard to figure out, yeah, but no. okay. He doesn't know how far along she is. So he might think she's a lot further along than she is. Although, yeah. I mean, I get it in the beginning. Still, still, yeah, should, should still not be an issue, but okay, there's that. And then, like, maybe he's just a little bit confused and like slow on the uptake. I mean, he was, you know, dead in a coma, unconscious, <laughs> whatever, for like whatever. a long period of time. Sure, so, I guess. No, I'm joking. <laughs> maybe he's just not fully up to speed at first. I don't know. Well, and here's the thing he's. Uh, go, go ahead. No, go ahead. I was going to say, like, do we think Scully's right or wrong in that she just assumed he knew where the baby came from? Like, should she have had a conversation with him also? Was it right for her not to talk to him about it? Um, I, don't, I, I don't know. And I'm just asking. I'm like, yeah, not- I think that I would probably also assume, like, yeah, you idiot. Who else would I have a baby with? Like, I, yeah. you know, off the, you know, not off the top of my head, but like my initial reaction would be like, who else would I have a baby with? Mm-hmm. Like, I love you. And, but then after when he's being kind of weird about yeah. it, I'd be like, Hey, like, is everything okay? I would try to start a conversation and see yeah. what the problem is. That's not who these people are. No, they're and not. I get, no, yeah. I get that. I totally get mm-hmm. that. But a simple conversation would have saved them weeks of trouble. It seems like yeah. because he's come back and he's like in it and not officially working again, but you know, being self-destructive mm-hmm. and there he's still like, I guess, punishing her or angry with her or whatever it is. Yeah. Um, and they're, they're not talking about it. And it's not until he says something and she realizes, Oh, you think I got pregnant by someone else. Yeah that's when things resolve. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know that I think I would have the same reaction as her or gut reaction of like, mm-hmm. I don't need to tell yeah. him because he should know. Yeah. But once he's still angry after a few days or even a couple weeks, I think that's when you do have to start having a conversation yeah. because mm-hmm. things aren't getting better. And, mm-hmm. um, Maybe he needs help. Maybe he just doesn't realize because he's mm-hmm. been dead or whatever for so long. So. But, you know, in all all three of these fix, it kind of takes. So sometimes, well, I mean, I guess in each case, there was some sort of intervention by a third party, whether it was Skinner or Frohiki or whoever. Mm-hmm. But then it takes, you know, Scully kind of falling apart or Scully kind mm-hmm. of just going off on him before he snaps out of it mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. so it seems like it takes both of those things and then she either has like a complete meltdown or uh you know whatever and 
then he's like, oh, okay, okay. Um, and I forget exactly, but in, in, in paresthesia, I know that um, they're having an argument and it comes out that he thinks the baby's not his. And that's when she has the epiphany first, like, mm-hmm. oh, okay. And then she just kind of like needs a moment, right? She goes to make tea and she just like is gathering her thoughts mm-hmm. because she can't, completely can't believe that that's what he thinks. Yeah. Um, but then thankfully that prompts them to have that conversation that they needed to have. Well, specifically what happened, I have it open if you want me to read it. Let's hear it. Go ahead. So she's like going on like, I'm sorry, I couldn't do this. I'm not, you know, I couldn't live up to your standards. Uh, Jesus, do you know what that feels like, Mulder, to feel like you hate me for this? After all, I've, but her voice breaks and she stops to breathe. I'm sorry, I'm not you. I'm sorry I failed you, but I'm not sorry about this baby, Mulder. And then uh, he says, Oh God, Scully, no, never. It's not you. It is like pins and needles in his heart. The pain is, Mm -hmm. the pain is feeling coming back. And that feeling is shame. Dana, no, I'm just, you seem so fuck. I thought you were, he growls in frustration at his lack of words. I'll love this baby Scully, no matter where it came from. If you want me to, I will love it. Like it's mine. Mm-hmm. but I can't promise mm-hmm. to be good at it. There is a look of horror on her face, <laughs> some dark realization and her mouth falls open. Oh, she says. And then that's when she, yeah. 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 Anyway. And I was just like that. You people just need to have a conversation yes. for once yeah. in your damn lives. Yeah. It could have prevented that oh. whole mess. Yeah. yeah. But no. Well, and probably even his self-destructive behavior too, yes. like leading up to this, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, Cause he seemed like he's so frustrated with these people. Or, <laughs> yeah. I know. Right. You know, I, I really like uh, Scully's O, yeah. Yeah. but mm-hmm. there's another uh, in hour of lead. And I know we're not talking about that yet, but That's in okay. the beginning of hour of lead, you know, Mulder does the same thing where he sees yeah. her physique. And yeah. he's like, oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that's like, a good catch. That's a good It's just catch. kind of interesting. They're totally different, um, totally different reactions, but yet kind of the same. Where you're just kind of stunned and you can't say anything, and yeah. your brain sh- short circuits for a moment. But they like, do. Oh, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh no, no. I was going to say, but they do have. They finally talk, and the ending yeah. is pretty sweet. It's a yeah. sweet one. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, out of all, out of the three of them, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You guys are going to have to remind me the ending on the season eight drab- Drabbles by um, Lindsay Bones. Because mm-hmm. I don't mm-hmm. remember that one so well, so. Yeah. Yeah. We can definitely do that. Um, I thought this Sorry. was when they had that Skinner, When I think when Skinner came over to his, his place, um, he had this like really long conversation with him in quote or whatever. Um, but I found this to be actually kind of interesting, uh, where Mulder goes, uh, or is thinking, I can't remember if it's actual quotes, but, uh, Scully seems fine to him. Everyone seems fine without him, but alone is too much. He remembers tortured Mulder and he remembers in love Mulder and he feels angry at in love Mulder for abandoning both Scully and him, which then I'm like, Mm -hmm. Damn it. Okay. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I guess that justifies your dickish behavior. No. 
you know, I'm really glad you brought those, that one up. That's yeah, a good like, quote. That 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 whole like that whole scene, I guess, in in, in the fic was, was like really, especially that part. I was like, oh damn, yeah, that's a good point. Like he's trying to catch up with who he was mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. who he needs to be, but also what he's feeling, what he's been through, what he remembers. I mean, they don't these don't really cover if he knows what he went through or if he felt what he, you know, went through and all that kind of stuff like other things does. Yeah. Um, but, and then add that on top of that, you come back and everything's changed. Someone else is working in your office, you know, she's heavily pregnant, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, Skinner's super pr- protective. Um, just everything's different. So I get it. Like it's, yeah, I get it. <laughs> yeah. See, that's what's, that's what's so great is just getting that, backstory and getting some Mm -hmm. kind of explanation because when you read it it's like oh yeah of course if he's feeling this way of course he's going to react the way he does yeah Mm -hmm. yeah does but does he resent her for having a baby in general or does he resent her for having a baby without him in his mind because he says everything is falling to shit but she will have diapers and onesies and fucking baby bottles filling her house while monsters light up the world while monsters light the world on fire. That was her choice. It's her baby. But I almost feel like even just, Oh, cause like once he realizes it's his baby, he's like, Oh, it's my, it's my baby. Oh, okay. We're cool now. But mm-hmm. so does, does he resent her for having kids in general? Cause that's what that sounds like. I think I thought it was more, he resented her moving on and it was easier to blame the baby because Okay. He thought she left him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And I also, I also felt like he was just pissed in general yeah. about, you know, all the things that we kind of already mentioned. And so, you know, he was just grubby about everything. Um, but then once he's like slowly coming around and realizing what happened, no, she did not deliberately move on without you. Mm-hmm. Yes. You were responsible for this situation, you know, then it kind of clicks to him like that he has no right to be reacting that way. Mm-hmm. He quickly gets over himself. Yeah. But yeah, at first I was kind of like, wait a minute. I, I'm not sure this is sitting right with me that as soon as he finds out it's his baby, now it's all, everything's fine. Oh yeah. yeah. I mean, it's but, not, doesn't excuse anything else. I mean. Well, the other but, have a great um, thing about that. Like which the, one? Uh, which one is it where um, oh yeah you think you should have known he was never intended to to be a father or to father that was never his verb yeah yeah the way uh hour of lead ends that was hour of lead yeah yeah so yeah that's, I, I that's feel like a the good other, one yeah the other yep. fix cover the other reaction of mm-hmm. oh yeah just because it's his it doesn't mean yeah, everything changes and every and he'll be different and he'll be, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, is there anything else that we want to say about this one? It's pretty short. Yeah, it is yeah. short. Yeah. Yeah, I think we. Yeah. I think it's Did good. we want to do our rating on a scale of wasteland to uh, <laughs> heart's desire? Sure. Yeah. Kristen, you want to go first? Um, I think I'd go maybe a five on this one it's good I enjoyed it but you know it wasn't I don't know 
especially okay. compared to the other two. Yeah, compared to the other two. Yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. That's okay. Yeah. Yeah. Lynn. Oh man, I love this one um, because it's it's angsty and painful, but then you get kind of a nice kind of a nice ending. Um, so I would say between an eight and a nine. Nice. What about you, Dina? I would go seven. I would go seven. Yeah. I think I'm also at about a seven. I really like it. Um, I, I kind of wish it was longer. I want mm-hmm. a little more, mm-hmm. if anything else, yeah. which I guess well, that's why hour of light is so great. It's because it's, yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's like the extended version. That's but I true. Think this is a good, this is a good, if you're not totally sure that you want to do season eight angst, or if you don't like super angsty stuff, I think this is a good sort of transitional fix mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. it's short. Number one, there's a quick resolution and it has a fairly happy ending. That's true. That is. Very so true. I think for the people that aren't super keen on the heavy angst, this is probably a good fit for them. Yeah. Yeah. This one has a pretty good mix. Mm-hmm. Whereas the next yeah, one is balanced. definitely, yeah, it's balanced. Thank you. That's, that's a great word. Um, the next one that we're moving on to is I think darker. Um, it's called hour of lead uh, also written by Darla black. It's rated and it's about 7,800 words. So again, not very long, a little bit longer than the last one. And in this one, Mulder returns from the dead and Skelly tries to make sense of all of it. Uh, Though not very plot heavy, it takes us through the events of season eight after Mulder's return through through existence through Skelly's point of view. Did I write that or did someone else write that? I think that was was you. No? Oh, one me. I would love no. to take credit for that. <laughs> oh, it's an excellent synopsis. I was like, <laughs> that sounds exactly like my writing. Did, did someone else write it? Or did I? I have no but It was Lynn. I thought you started the, do- the document, Lynn. I started it, but Annie was the first person after me to go in and add mm. stuff, I think. Got it. Maybe. Maybe, yeah. That's a great summary. I don't remember writing that. <laughs> <laughs> Just take the credit. I'll take the credit. I did it all. I did it all. Um, Yeah. So this one is through Scully's point of view. Um, It's, it's painful. And Mm -hmm. I all over and over, she keeps repeating how she's failed him and Mm -hmm. she feels like she can never live up to his expectations. What did you all think of this one? Well, so in the beginning, I think there's an author's note saying something to the effect of, you know, it's sad, I'm sorry, but like Scully didn't get a happy ending. So no. this is this is true to the show. Um, yeah, that's true. I felt like um, it was uh, really an exploration of her trauma. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. you know, there's a lot of these really self-destructive thoughts. Um, there's a lot of, you know, self-flagellation and, you know, she's punishing herself, but this is just her response to this trauma, you know, and it's the whole shit happens. And Mm -hmm. if you don't have anything, anyone to take it out on, sometimes people take it out on themselves. Um, And so it was just a really interesting exploration of that. I thought. Um, Very well put. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's a really great explanation of this story. And, you know, there, there was definitely, there's plenty of trauma to go around. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's interesting how it all sort of evolves through, you know, the course of later season eight. Um, but I really liked at the beginning of Hour of Lead when uh, <laughs> Scully is talking to her mom. And her mom is like, yes, what the hell is going on? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, 
I, I think whoever made the note about angry mom, but I don't mm-hmm. think this was no. This was on that was on the other story. But that was on the yep. other one. Yeah. Here, yep. here she's definitely kind of miffed. Yes. Like I don't know if she's angry really, but I, I got the same feeling where like you could just tell she's just done and she's, she's just over like, it. Tell me what the fuck is going on. Yeah. She's yeah. over all of this insanity. Um, and I just I had to kind of chuckle at that because like who wouldn't react that way? Well, yeah. I love that she just deflects it. She's like, it's Easter next week and I have to go into work tomorrow. <laughs> like <laughs> I know, as if that's what they were talking about. Yes, I, I love that. Um, and then we kind of already talked about the whole, you know, Mulder sees her inadvertently, I guess. Like she mm-hmm. was planning to tell him, I yep. guess, somehow, mm-hmm. but he caught a glimpse accidentally. I could totally see this happening. You know, yeah. like Scully has what she thinks is the perfect plan to like break it to him slowly and explain everything to him, but somehow she doesn't get to it quick enough. And so he he sees her and of course jumps to the wrong conclusions. Mm-hmm. And, you know, then when she sees him react the way he does, then that upsets her. And then it's mm-hmm. just a spiral. You mean when he actually sees the uh, belly? Yes. Yep. Exactly. Yeah. I actually have that pulled up right here. So let me just say chapter one is, if I remember correctly, Mulder's realization and like mm-hmm. him coming home from the hospital. Mm-hmm. Chapter two has a great Frohickey moment. Yes. Which we can talk I about love later. That so much. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And chapter three is kind of the resolution, but not necessarily a very happy one. Mm-hmm. Um, but starting with chapter one, let me just see. Um, oh, I had it pulled up. There it is. You don't mean for the, you don't mean for it to happen, but he sees you all of you, before you have a chance to tell him the look on his face is such confusion with eyes that reflect a deep, unexpected wounding. Oh, you say disappointed in the way it, uh, disappointed that it happened this way. Is that the part that you were talking about, Lynn? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So they both have their, oh, moment. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, uh, he's clearly, not happy about it, which is got to be really hurtful instead of mm-hmm. like, oh my gosh, you're pregnant. Congratulations. It's like, oh, all right. Yeah. What do we do now? Um, and if she's already teetering on the edge, that's, it doesn't take much to kind of push her over, you know, she's hormonal, yeah. she's traumatized. And like that just, you know. Well, and even, I even guess. this line of hers, you wait for him to remember that he loved you once, but you also try to prepare again to do this alone. So mm-hmm. it's like that, like yeah. the roller coaster, right? Of like, oh my God, he's back. He's alive. He's, you know, you know, here, we're going to do this together again and whatever. And then yeah. it's, you know, that reaction. And you're like, okay, I guess not. <laughs> but well, there's never been any part of canon where he's explicitly said, I want to raise this baby with you. So yeah. I think she's yeah. always kind of emotionally and mentally mm-hmm. prepared herself to raise the baby alone. Mm-hmm. Um I mean, obviously it didn't happen with in vitro. And so they kind of, mm-hmm. I don't know if they gave up, but for what, whatever, you know, whatever they decided it was on hold for the moment. And then he gets abducted. Um, and so now she has to kind of come to that realization again, like, oh, I'm not putting anything on him. No, resp- you know, if he doesn't want to, I'm not going to force this responsibility onto Mulder, which after, as you said, everything that she's already been through and now she has to emotionally steal herself again after seeing his disappointment oh man oh i love this kind well, of and, angst oh it's so well, good it's something that keeps reoccurring through the fic because you know he goes to the oil rig 
Yeah. And then comes yeah. back and like she states like she doesn't pick him up at the airport, like none of that. And they have that big fight where she's like, you know, you said tell the kid you went down swinging, but what was I supposed to say you were? And she talks yeah. about the scrapbook yes. she made and was I supposed to write was I supposed to scratch out daddy and write mom's work friend? Mm. You know, so because it's like always- that whole again preparing yourself to well and and they just you know, this was something that was clearly evident in the entire latter part of season eight, but he's just lacking that warmth and that connection. Mm -hmm. And, you know, there's a couple of points in this fic where, you know, she's like, why are you here? And he's like, well, I didn't have anywhere else to be. Um, And she's kind of like, Oh, so you'll settle for my company. then." Yep. You know, he, he just makes these kind of these remarks that are, you know, really hurtful when Mm -hmm. you think about the fact that, you know, she's gone through so much and now she's enduring this difficult pregnancy and, you know, she has basically no support and he's not making it any better. And he's just saying things like, well, you know, I I care about you, but it's, you know, he's not really buying in or he's not, there's just no emotional warmth there. It almost seems like, you know, it's an obligation or, um, you know, she obviously is very wary of his motives and she doesn't want to get too, you know, too hopeful because he's given her every reason to think that he's not interested in, you know, mm-hmm. being involved. Based on this particular story, do you think it's he's trying to punish her or do you think he's just trying to come to terms with uh, his new life that he's kind of risen from the dead to be in again or maybe a combination of both i don't think he's um consciously punishing her Mm -hmm. i think that he is just he's also traumatized and he's just in a bad place psychologically with Mm -hmm. you know knowing that he's missed out on six or eight months of his life and you know feeling guilty that you know, he, he disappeared and he abandoned her and not knowing how to process that guilt, feeling like he was replaced. So yeah. like, he's got all these emotions that haven't been processed and haven't been dealt with. And so I think he's just handling it poorly. I think okay. the line from the show where he said, I don't know where I fit in anymore. Yeah. Is yes. very true. I just, 100%. we didn't get to explore that in the show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's what's so great about these mm-hmm. fixes. They yeah. take that one one stupid ass line that like should have been so much more and mm-hmm. fill in all the immense gaps. But yeah, there's so much in that one line. Mm-hmm. And, and that one line is, is true and valid. And, and, you know, you, you're risen from sense. the dead, Yeah, you know, and just, yeah. and life has in. gone on without you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You almost feel like, you know, it's a couple days after bell, bell floor. Bell, yeah. Yeah. Bell floor? Is that yeah. Yeah. Um, Meanwhile, it's, you know, well, eight and a half months, but really a year. (laughs) (laughs) Right. (laughs) Um, You know, so like it's such a valid line, but uh, I wish they just explored it a little bit more, you know, just to show in the show was going to. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's like there's that line and then there's him acting out. Right. You know, with with the whole oil rig thing and, and being. Making stupid comments. Um, yeah, stupid comments, all, all that kind of stuff. Kind of almost like feeling invincible now and, and nothing can hurt him. And, it, you know, he kind of goes back to the 
early seasons of the not selfish, but like self-absorbed. No, that's not self-destructive. Self-destructive. Yeah. 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 Because he does change throughout the seasons and he gets more grounded and 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 calmer as a character as well. Mm -hmm. Um, and he doesn't just focus on himself and that one goal. And it, it kind of seems like he goes back to that after he comes back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's um, like reverting to an angry teenager, mm-hmm. you know, just yeah. doing stupid yeah. things, making terrible decisions, not yeah. thinking about how they're affecting yeah. other people. That yeah. is a great point. I didn't think about it like that. Yeah. When he goes to the oil rig and he doesn't have to. No, and no. It's so stupid. Yeah. Yeah. And he's not only getting him himself like physically putting himself in physical danger. But he could also get himself arrested for doing something so mm-hmm. stupid. Yeah. And yeah. But he almost like he has a death wish. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, any more thoughts on this particular molder or can, can we move on to chapter two for Hickey and how awesome he is? Yeah. Oh yes. Let's talk <laughs> yeah. about that. Yes. So, I've read Frohickey in Fix, where he is almost like the not ambassador, but like this like fatherly figure mm-hmm. of like I'm thinking um specifically of Hooverman's on the track, where he's like preparing dinner for everyone and taking care of the, you know, Mulder and Scully and the lone gunman. And they're all like this big family. And I've read fix where he is like skeevy and gross mm-hmm. and perving mm-hmm. all over everyone. And like there are hints of that within the show, but it's not who he is as yeah. a character. I like to me, who he is as a character is him showing up to Skelly's bedside in a suit, mm-hmm. um, him coming over devastated and drunk when he thought that Mulder was dead. And mm-hmm. this story fucking nails him. Like yeah. it is the fro hickey for me. Um, yes. mm-hmm. And so totally I agree it really stuck out in my mind how he comes over and he's helping Scully with the crib when he knows damn well, it should be Mulder mm-hmm. yeah. and how angry he is. And go, go ahead. Just tell me, tell me how much you love for Hickey in this one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, you're totally right. That I mean, yes, he makes pervy comments occasionally, yeah. but the prevailing sense that I get from him about his character is he's really just an honorable guy, you know, yes. like, like you said, showing up, in a tux with flowers when she's in a coma and you know um there was something else oh yeah like we see we see him cooking we see him you know inviting Mulder over to yeah. you know eat with them went in three of a kind when Scully gets drugged he's mm-hmm. like yeah getting all the guy he's mm-hmm. protecting Scully yeah you know what I mean like we and yeah. like doesn't try every- to take advantage of her in no. her no. Inebri- not inebriated but like her intoxicated state yeah. so yeah, yeah. Yeah, he jumps in and gets her to safety and, you know, gets her away from all those gross guys. And yep. so, like, he's totally the kind of person that would take care of her. So that's why it's completely, you know, it totally tracks for me that he would do something like this. Yeah. It's, it's so good. And um, I think if I remember right, it says that she gave him a key to her place. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Which I love. And that, that, makes me feel better too because in the midst of like all the sadness at least you know she had that little bit of support that's mm-hmm. just very sweet yeah that's so very sweet and I love that you know she's just in a heap in the floor with this these pieces of this crib and it's just so pathetic and I love that he shows right up and helps her and then not only that but he gets to the root of the problem 
mm-hmm. which the problem isn't really the crib. The problem is that she doesn't have somebody there with her yeah. mm-hmm. and she needs somebody there with her. Even her doctor said that she needs somebody there with her. And so, you know, I like that he's sort of the instigation of, you know, Mulder, Mulder realizing that he's totally screwing up and he needs to, to get with it. Is this where he calls them the deadbeat dad or is yes. that the other one? Nope, that's yeah, right. yes. yeah. Where he's like, you're telling me he gets to come back from the dead and he still ends up being a deadbeat yes. dad or whatever. And I'm like, <laughs> love you know what? Line. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> yes. That was yep. totally fair. Yeah. And so- I can totally see of the three of the three of them, like of the gunman, him being the one that has this closer relationship with Scully, mm-hmm. even though like Byers is like the normal quote unquote normal one of the bunch in a sense. Um, I can see him being more like not nervous, but awkward. Yeah. And then, and then yeah. you know, Langley's just Langley. And then I can see, <laughs> yeah, Frohicky's like, just, you know, he's like, it's like a little grandmother, but not, uh, you know, not yeah yeah well i think there's a line in um i think it's the season eight drabbles um and it says something like between fro hickey's mothering and her own mothering yeah. you know <laughs> that she's her fridge is always full or something like that yeah, that's yeah totally, exactly he's, that he's kind of like a mother hen you know yes, he's looking after her he's bringing food by you yeah know, he's checking on her and i just absolutely love that and that to me rings completely true yeah and it's someone that scully would need that isn't her mom and would have questions or yeah would try to get to the bottom of something like I could see him you know going over and hanging out with her and just just being you know yeah just yeah so yeah I mean he because you kind of think okay well where's her mom and all this but like you know her mom probably had too many questions and there's too much baggage mm -hmm. there and Mm -hmm. you know he knows the situation he knows the story she doesn't need to explain anything to him and he knows Mulder and they're both, they're, they're both close. They're, you know what I mean? Like they Mm -hmm. can feel each other's pain and they both miss him terribly. So I feel like he would just be more of a comfort to her in a way. So I love the scene with Frohickey, but how do we feel about Scully being angry and maybe a little stubborn of turning down Mulder's help with the crib when he offered to help put it together. So, yeah, I, I know what you mean. Yeah. And to me though, I get it because oh, yeah, she totally. didn't trust him. Yeah. No, mm-hmm. she didn't. No. I think that, cause yeah, I, I definitely asked myself that several times. I was like, okay, well, is this fair? Is this mm-hmm. fair of her to do this? But I probably would have done the same thing, honestly. Yeah. Oh, if I, somebody I, I totally don't trust. Um, if the if there's somebody that I don't completely trust, and I'm thinking of certain family members that I know, you know, they'll say that they'll do something, but I'm like, you know what? No, I don't need your help. I don't want to have to owe you anything because I know mm-hmm. if you help me, then you're going to remind me later that mm-hmm. you helped me, and you're going to yeah. expect something from you know. You just don't trust that person. Whereas somebody that you truly, truly trust, like there's no strings attached and you can, you know that you can ask them anything and not feel uncomfortable or whatever. And she's not there with him. Mm-hmm. So she just doesn't want to go there. She's like, you know what? No, I don't need your help. I can do this on my own. So after I kind of went through that process in my head, I decided I was okay with her reaction. I was okay with her declining his help and then asking for, for help later. Yeah. I think it, oh, go ahead. No, you go ahead. You go ahead. 
Oh, I was going to say, I think it's also like, um, almost like a pride thing. And also at that point too, it's like, well, you don't want to be a part of this. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I don't mm-hmm. want you to be a part of the moment. Of Something you don't want to be a part together. of. Yeah. Like, are you doing it now out of pity or out of just because, yes. or you've got exactly. nothing better to do? You know, exactly. like, I, like, it's almost like she doesn't want to be an afterthought of like, oh, well, you know, I'm, I don't have an oil rig to go jump off of. So let me help <laughs> you with the crib or, yes. you know, hundred um, percent. Yeah. She doesn't know yeah. what his motives are. It's not yeah. like, you know, she doesn't feel completely comfortable that he's doing it out of love for her or the mm-hmm. need to help take care of her or anything. She just doesn't trust him. So yeah, exactly what you said, Dina. I think I'm coming some, at it. Oh, nope. Sorry. Go ahead. I don't know if this is maybe a bit of a non sequitur, but there's points in the story where Mulder says things like, you know, I need you to be okay. And I need you to, mm-hmm. and it just kind of, I mean, I guess this is more like his trauma, but, it, you know, maybe it's why she doesn't totally trust him because it's kind of about what he needs. And it's like, oh, oh, yeah, you yeah. don't get to need mm-hmm. anything right now. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. you're not the one that's about to deliver a baby. Uh, yeah. And who's been through this, he's been through his own form of trauma, but mm-hmm. that just triggered me a little bit that, mm-hmm. you know, the times that he said that, mm-hmm. and it made me kind of see why she wouldn't feel comfortable with that or, you know, totally trust him. Yeah. Sorry. No. Um, kind of piggybacking off of that. It, it almost... I guess the way I'm coming at it is I don't want to be around your negativity. She, so she already feels like Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. he's failed him. I need you to be okay. She, she's not okay. She's around this man that she feels like she's failed Mm -hmm. over and over. And he comes, you know, I guess him coming over to build the crib would then mean she has to be around him and feel maybe that like negative energy. And I'm not saying he's not entitled to feel the way that he should feel, but Scully also has a certain way that she's feeling and you're pregnant. So your hormones are already out of whack and it's just going to compound those, maybe that pressure, I want to say to feel like you have to perform and act like you're okay around him. And it's just so I totally get it. Like, I don't know yeah. that I would want him there either. Yeah. And I, I like that we all came at it from different points of view, but we had the same idea that like, mm-hmm. no, I, I don't know if I need your help. I can get it somewhere else. Well, and if you already felt like he didn't want the baby too, mm-hmm. I mean, that would almost just make it hurt even worse. He's helping you put the crib together for this kid. He doesn't even yeah. seem to want yeah. Well, and her heart's been broken over and over. Oh, again, yeah. Right? Like, yeah, mm-hmm. you, you have the opposing feelings of Mulder gets abducted. You find mm-hmm. out you're pregnant, mm-hmm. which is something you've always wanted. Yeah. And mm-hmm. then you have, you know, that whole long stretch of trying to find him, trying to be him, trying to mm-hmm. um, keep everything going. Um, so you have that responsibility almost and that that mm-hmm. failure on you. And then he comes back. So then you're like, oh, my God he's back and you're happy and this and that. And then doesn't want the baby. Well, I mean, not doesn't want, but whatever. Um, you know, so it's just this up and down of like constant breaking of our heart, you know? 
and her emotions. And at, at some point it's just got to be like, Hey, well, now I have to take care of myself now. It's, you know, and, and this baby, if you're not going to, so no, I don't want you here just because you have nothing better to do or, mm-hmm. you know, or you care about me type mm-hmm. of thing. So I can, I can completely understand why she wouldn't want his help. Yeah. There's a lot of pressure with him just being there. Yeah. So I get it. That's a great question. Mm -hmm. Great question, Kristen. But then he does come around towards the end of the chapter a little bit. He does. Yeah. And there's a really good quote and I think it's this chapter. And if not, oops, then I accidentally skipped ahead. (laughs) That's okay. But it's, it's where she says, you might be afraid to get too close Mulder, but I don't have Mm. a choice. She touches her belly, rubs it as if to Mm. reassure Mm -hmm. the child that it's wanted. I've had to, I I have to believe this child is yours. I have to. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yep. Because, you know, it's really kind of selfish of him to say like, I'm sorry, but I can't get close to you because I'm not sure if the baby is mine or not. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah that whole part was that, just that is yeah. dickish yeah. yeah big time yeah and not like she hasn't had these thoughts going through her head Very, the whole time either like of course do I have a human in me or <laughs> or you know something else well and then even in this chapter like when he's kind of coming oh, around like, he goes to Lamaze they have that moment but he's back mm-hmm. at the house and he's like I don't want you to be alone anymore it's like yeah. she doesn't even get a choice yeah. you know and granted yes she shouldn't be alone but you know, it's, he kind of takes over. Yeah. 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 Ow. That was my knee. I love <laughs> um, in this story and in the season eight drabbles. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, and just like chewing her out for <laughs> like doing way too much and not mm-hmm. taking it easy. And yeah you know, continuing to work and do autopsies and be on her feet all day. And they both are like, look, you are not taking care of yourself. Stop working. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which I think we've had this discussion before. Realistically, I doubt she would still be a field agent. Yeah. Right. I Like, I don't think well, you, even from the get-go, I'm assuming. Maybe. Yeah, I don't I know. know. That could just be me, but. <laughs> I don't know. That seems like a proper thing to do of not you know, being the line of fire in a sense. Yeah. Once you find out you're pregnant and not her, just in general, I mean, like yeah, yeah, I yeah, mean, yeah, yeah. in general with the profession, with law enforcement and in general. I feel I like know. she probably didn't. I'm guessing that as she disclosed it, they would say, okay, you can't, you know, be in the field, mm-hmm. but she probably didn't disclose it until much later. Yeah. You know, she probably kept a secret as long as she could because she wanted to be able to, you know, do whatever she could to find him, to be searching for him. And so she didn't want something that's going to hold her back and keep her, you know, stuck at a desk. Right. Yeah. But then also she's just stubborn. <laughs> um, Chapter three was just painful at the end. Yeah. Yeah. Do we want to talk about chapter three? Yeah. I mean, there's the my favorite part is at the very end, so we'll, we'll I'll keep it until we get there. <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> well, I guess I have a question overall. Mm-hmm. It's not specifically about the end, but it's about the overall fic. Is Scully ultimately happy at the end of this? And why does she stay with Mulder she- if she can't meet his standards or the standards that she perceives he sets for her? 
I think she becomes realistic after like, yeah, like she realizes, okay, this is, this is my life. This is, you know, this is my situation. Yeah. This, this is it. I think. Or I mean, I guess, or maybe she thinks because he doesn't, he doesn't work anymore. Like he doesn't work on the X-Files anymore Mm -hmm. that it'll be different. I think she hoped for something different. Yeah. But I think she became realistic at the end. Yeah. I don't know if she's happy. I mean, I don't, I mean, I think she's maybe, I think she's happy with the baby, but I don't think Mm -hmm. she's happy with where her life is at. I guess I meant with Mulder. Yeah. I don't, with Mulder. I mean, I think she's accepted what Mulder is, but I don't think she's happy necessarily. Okay. I don't know how you could be. I mean, yeah. Yeah. I, I don't really have an answer. I know she wants to be with Mulder, mm-hmm. but she also seems distressed by a lot of what's happening in mm-hmm. relation to her relationship with him. So mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't really have an answer. I'm just curious as to your thoughts. I mean, I almost felt at the end, like she felt defeated in some ways. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good way of putting it. Yeah, because I mean, if we're going to skip to the end, which I mean, there's a little bit in the beginning of chapter three where she's working, he's telling her not to, she Mm -hmm. feels like they're having some old times and then. Mm -hmm. And then her birth. Yeah, her birth. (laughs) that whole thing. But when she says that um, you look for the pieces of your armor, but they are in tatters, crashed like eggshells under a heavy boot. I mean, that to me just feels broken down, defeated, stepped on. are some rough lines in this yeah. last one. This the you splinter all of chapter four, <laughs> basically. Yeah. Yeah. Or th- three? No, three. Yeah, chapter three, 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 three. Yeah, yeah. Oh, whichever spl- the last one is. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you splinter, you crack. You cannot hold either of them apart from you, but neither can you hold them together. And the broken law of non-contradiction shatters the core of your rational self. My comment on that was if this isn't the best description of their attempt at being a family, you know, like (laughs) they were just never fated to be together. Realistically, they were never fated to all three of them be together. Yeah. Yeah. And, and happy, you know, it was, it was two of them in one or just completely separate at some, uh, uh, you know, in the end as well. Like it just there, it was never written in the cards for them to, in the original run, at least (laughs) yeah, to be happy. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And then I put a but like for this one here, I was like, uh, my comment was of like the trauma that she went through this whole season to then culminate like this. And I, I just pulled a bunch of like things together that were all about the same thing. So it goes, he puts you in a car with an almost stranger to have this baby without him. He absolves himself of fatherhood again and again. Things happen in Georgia, bad things. Mm-hmm. You cannot touch them with your mind without breaking apart. Um, how did you get here? What is your memory block to allow you this consciousness at all? You won't let yourself think about that night, about the terror that has marked every single milestone of this pregnancy and birth. Like, Jesus, you know? 
That and was then, just the icing on the shit sandwich, right? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> really, even, truly. Everything was yeah. terrible. And then she has to give birth in a barn. Yeah. With no anesthesia. Yeah. Um, you know, she's probably absolutely terrified and convinced she's going to bleed to death. And, yeah. you know, just what the fuck? Well, and, you know, like when she's talking to him in the, ha- like when they're back home and she's like, you can't, I knew this would happen, but you can't, I'll die Mulder. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, I mean... And that's just so raw. It's like your breasts hurt, your cunt hurts, and your heart is so yeah. bruised. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man, this chapter is killer in the best way possible. Yes. Yes. And then and, and to that part where um, he's, she, he goes, you said I had to. Yeah. And I'm like, mm-hmm. oh. We now you're, now you're listening to her. Now you decide mm-hmm. to listen to her. Like, you don't give her yeah. choices any other time. <laughs> yeah it definitely hurts and you can you can just feel her defeat you know Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i mean she held out as long as she could but you know she's just given birth her body is completely spent and weak and yeah she's just got nothing left which and did i already ask this god i must be really out of it tonight which ending seems more true to you this one or paresthesia oh my god it totally depends on where you stop yeah the story yeah right because yeah. like what's what is the right ending um because yeah. depending on where you look they could either have a happy ending or a terrible ending this so, is terrible yeah i don't know this is terrible yeah um, but it, it i mean if you're looking what fits more with the show yeah, yeah i guess maybe that's one. what i'm asking yeah this, then i would yeah. go this ending 100 okay. this one yeah 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 i mean there's there's not very many places where you could end it where it's actually a happy ending um I, so i agree that it's more true to the show if it ends like this yeah mm-hmm. It's definitely painful. It's, um, I, I don't, I, I'm a terrible person. I think I, I prefer this ending. <laughs> I don't know why. That's why we're here. That's why we it. exist. <laughs> but it's also the actual end. I think what, I think you probably like it also is because it matches what actually happened. And then also yeah. maybe you see more stuff that we didn't see and mm-hmm. it, yeah, you know true. kind of fleshes it out more mm-hmm. that's true right mm-hmm. agreed but, yeah is there anything else that we want to say about this one or do you want to go mm-hmm. into the ratings do you know have something no i think that was done oh, so. i was looking at my my notes on my thing here but i put all of those together oops all right, so this time I'll start with Lynn on a scale of Wasteland to Heart's Desire. Where do you, where would you rank this one? I'm going to say nine. Ooh, that's a good one. What about you, Dina? I mean, the ending was super dark on this one. I would say like eight and a half. Yeah. Eight and a half. Yeah. Yeah. And Kristen? I'll go an eight. 
Nice. Yeah. I'm probably with Dina on this. I'm an eight and a half. It's again, I think my biggest problem is I wanted more. Mm -hmm. I I wish it was longer and um, more pain, more More. pain. Yeah. (laughs) Well, and that's That's why we have the next, that's why we have the season. That's why travels because that is so much pain. Oh, great. Okay. So I was short on time for our listeners. I'm not going to be contributing as much to this one. Um, I I can't wait to hear. I know I've read this a long time ago. Um, I mean, it was probably just a few months ago, but in COVID years, that's like forever. (laughs) So who knows what I remember and what I don't, but, um, yeah, I I'm here to listen and appreciate and, um, hopefully I'll reread this soon. So I'm going to let you guys have at it while I so, listen. So we have season eight drabbles by Lindsay bones rated general audiences. Um, it is 14,501 words, mm-hmm. uh, trigger warning for, um, attempted suicide on this one. Mm-hmm. Oh shit, I don't remember that. <laughs> well, well it's in the very first chapter. Yeah. Um, oh. Yeah. Well, I didn't I, yeah, I, I Yeah. It's no beating like, around the, the bush. first time I ever read yeah, it. Yeah, no beating around the bush. We jump no. right in. Like we go okay. right to the, the sadness thoughts. and the angst. Yes. Yeah. Damn. So, I liked this um I mean, we're treating it as a story, but mm-hmm. in a way it's not one contiguous story. Like it's, I don't know exactly how you would describe it but to me it's like well it's drabbles right it's little snippets scenes in between Mm -hmm. throughout you know the end of season eight when Mulder's back that sort of or actually no I think it starts before he's back but you know filling in the gaps at various intervals during season eight yes um but it's you know tapping into the dark side of it you know the pain Mm -hmm. and the trauma just like Hour of Lead it's it's really exploring Scully's trauma and how she's reacting to it. And mm-hmm. spoiler alert, she's not handling it well. No. <laughs> at all. So, um, I'm sorry to interrupt, but they rated this G with this. They, they did. I mean, that's the okay. rating on it, but. Okay. I'm yeah. sorry. I mean, I didn't mean to no, no, and, I'm and I, I have my same that. thoughts on that. Like yeah. I personally wouldn't have rated it G. No, but that it's actually is what, a pretty graphic depiction of. Of suicide. What would yeah? What would have happened if she did it? I don't know that I've ever read this. Then this does not ring a bell. I mean, the first chapter is like super short. If you want to skim it while we, (laughs) I have been. That's why I was was reading it. Yeah, I was reading it, and then I was like, "Rated G? What?" So, I mean, how do we feel about the first chapter? Like about the place Philly? Is it? Yeah, I wanted to talk with you guys about that. And I wrote down the exact same question because it, to me, it's an open question. Would she have been suicidal at any point? I honestly don't know. I don't have a problem with looking at it that way. I can easily see how she would get there. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, Mm -hmm. her life has, you know, it's come to this massive abrupt halt and everything's upside down. Mm -hmm. And, you know, even though she's normally a very calm, controlled person and what we see in the show we don't really see her lose it too much like she kind of keeps it together but like in her darker moments I can mm-hmm. totally see her you know possibly getting there yeah mm-hmm. I, well, I and agree this picks up right like after um he's come back 
dead. So it's not when he's, this is when it starts, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's after they've buried him. Yeah. But it's yeah. before he's come back. Yes. Before he's come back. Yeah. Sorry. So it's yeah. after they've buried him is where she's like hit her low. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. Which and I, I mean, can, that tracks. That makes sense. Yeah. yeah that does uh, track. 100% tracks. And I like um, that, you know, what snaps her out of it is she feels the baby move for the first mm-hmm. time. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's a pretty moving thought that, yeah. you know, because before then, I mean, it's, it's probably still unreal to, to her, right? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, other than you feel crappy all the time, you don't really, there's nothing to make you really know for sure that there's something in there mm-hmm. and then she mm-hmm. feels it move and it's like, oh, okay. So yeah, I could, uh, I could definitely see that happening. And she was still acting as if everything was normal too, like work-wise, right? Like she was throwing herself exactly. into the cases, mm-hmm. into the situations that weren't safe, well, and- into all that kind of stuff. And as long as he's still out there, there's hope. Alive. Yeah. yeah. Well, there's she's, no body, there's hope. Yeah. He's her Samantha, technically, in a sense, right? Mm-hmm. When you think about it, like, mm-hmm. he, she's holding out hope that one day they'll find him and that, you know, um, the one line that really, uh, um, where she goes, you're dead and really so am I except you get the luxury of silence your voice is still thrumming in my ears mm-hmm. and yeah just man yeah and at this point too she was she had um almost like insomnia like she was having trouble sleeping too I think which also led up to the whole planning out potential yeah yeah, because, you know, she's traumatized and, you know, experiencing all of this pain and she can't sleep, which, you know, even on a good day, if you don't sleep, then you're a little yeah off, mm-hmm, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. even if things are fine. Yes. But then, you know, you throw in all this trauma and that coupled with insomnia and you're really going off the rails. When I like how with the drabbles, how they roll into like the next chapter. Cause the next chapter seems to be um, as they're preparing them to be buried, mm-hmm. which is equally as tragic. Cause she's the one taking care of him. Yeah. 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 There's a progression um, in the, in the drabbles. Like, yeah. Yeah. Which I like, they're not, they don't cut and then like jump. Yeah, where is that? So that's chapter one is not named. Chapter two is deep sea diving, which is Scully preparing Mulder to be buried. Mm-hmm. But that then it just dark. I was reading it while you guys mm-hmm. were all talking, and but then it holy just holy cow! And it goes from that whole darkness to her mom being like, you know, how should we decorate the nursery? the nursery? And it's like. <laughs> I, I doubt that's at all what she's thinking about. Yeah. Well, and she says it herself internally. I don't yeah. get happy endings. Yeah. Right. She's probably thinking this is not going to go to term this, you know? Yeah. I'm, I'm not going to be happy. There's that's no way I'm going to, you know? Yeah. Because tragedy does seem to follow her and Mulder mm-hmm. and, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That yeah. is a very valid way of thinking. Yeah. 
at this point. And then in the the one, the chapter following the one that's called safe, like mm-hmm. it it's brought up how um like he about I, I, I assumed actually I took it to assume that about him having like the disease and dying type yeah. of thing. Mm-hmm. Where she's like, he'd held her against his chest and told her that he wouldn't risk losing her when he knew all along that she would still end up lost. Yeah. Right. So I'm mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. oh shit. Like, what? Like, it's like blow after blow mm-hmm. that she's dealing with, right? Like, you're okay. He's dead. You're pregnant. This and that. You're having all these scares. Oh, mm-hmm. well, he was dying. So, like, was all of that real? Was it, you know, well pity get together like you know it like so many thoughts are going into her mind so it completely seems plausible that she would be at this darkest darkest lowest low even when she gets the um from the law office the packet and you know she's the sole beneficiary and there's a note that says he's sorry and he loves her and not to give up and it's just like you did all this knowing you were dying yeah, which is just yeah. a double blow in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. I really like the line. He perhaps would have postponed his trip into Stardust had he known about the baby, but in the end, but the end would have still been the same. She'd still be standing at his grave. Yeah, Damn. yeah, <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Dang it! <laughs> like it, it's it was like a no no win situation. Like it's a you know. A lose-lose situation is what I meant to say, but it wasn't yeah. coming. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's just terrible. Oh, and uh, as I say, oh, the next chapter is called O, mm-hmm. which is another one of the O's like you were mentioning oh. before. Because <laughs> she tells them that wow, she's pregnant. Wow, so I, I'd forgotten says, that all three. Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, I think this is what I was thinking of, where he sees her and he's mm-hmm. like, oh. Yeah. I forgot that all three of these mm-hmm. fics have this, some sort of moment like this. Yeah. yeah. Lynn definitely um, has a type of fic that she has. <laughs> <laughs> I recommended all three of these, didn't yeah. I? Yep. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah. Well, even, even in this one, now it's like, okay, you've been, you've gone through potentially thinking of, you know, taking your Mm -hmm. own life and, Mm -hmm. and burying him, doing all this, um, getting rid of the stuff, uh, cleaning out his apartment, like that kind of stuff. Um, and then he's magically, you know, come back to life. And it's like, it says in like the second paragraph, it's like, there's no stage of grief, Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know, where they come back from the grave. She goes, so like, how do you, how are, how are you supposed to feel? What's the next step? Like elation, uh, worry as, and especially now knowing what you know of him, mm-hmm. you know, his outcome was going to be death one way or another, mm-hmm. whether it be from the spaceship or the brain disease, like, how do you deal with that as well? Do you bring that up? Do you talk that through? You know, it's. Which for him has to also add another level of you thought you were dying and now mm-hmm. you're not, but you've also disappeared and we're dead and buried. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. and I do like in this one, you get both of their points of view because mm-hmm. he, there's the paragraph where he's saying that he knows he's hurting her and he's hurting too. And he doesn't know how to be happy for her, mm-hmm. which makes a lot of sense, but they don't, talk I feel to like, 
<laughs> nope, they don't. And they don't go to any sort of therapy, mm-hmm. <laughs> even though they're like the poster children for therapy. Yeah. Um, but like, you know, even though he comes back, she's still traumatized. Like, yeah. do, do you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. even though he's yeah. back, she still experienced that pain. Yeah. And you still have the, you know, I guess you're psyche is trying to protect itself so even though he's come back she's now she's extra afraid something's going to happen to him and mm-hmm. you know she doesn't want to get too close to him she doesn't want to she doesn't trust him she doesn't believe that that things are going to be okay because i mean look at what happened so it's just a giant mess it's not like oh he's back everything's fine like the trauma still occurred mm-hmm. and she still has to process it and deal with it and deal with the aftermath well, and it's like when um, he asks Skinner, like, where do I go? You know, mm-hmm. and he's like, you go home, like you have a home. Yeah. And he's like, oh, well, how was she able to afford it? And then Skinner's line of you made her a sole beneficiary, but she wasn't ready yet. Yeah. It just screams of like, you yeah. know, yeah. a new wife, <laughs> you know, like just you're not ready to be a widow. And, and it came comes out of nowhere and everything. And it's just. Yeah. Yeah. And then the next chapter, we get the good Skinner scene of them talking to each other, Mulder and Skinner. And where Skinner, like Mulder asks about the baby and Mulder and Skinner's like, it's not for me to tell. Mm-hmm. And then there's another good Frohickey scene, which Annie will like when she gets there. <laughs> um, where he's, you know, like that Mulder was over the moon and Scully's just like, mm, no. And then he's, he puts on a rope. Uh, is it a rope? A pork shoulder. No. A pork, a pork shoulder, shoulder for her. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's like, I'll be over in a few. It'll be ready in a few hours. Oh, I love the. I love the 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 theme of Frohicky being. Yes. You know, yes. the yes. best person ever in all three fix. Yeah, <laughs> that is delightful. That this is, is delightful. who he and is. Yeah, it is. But he and and then Skinner too. Skinner, yeah. you yes. know. Yep. Slapping some sense into him. Uh, or helping to slap some sense in him, mm-hmm. you know, that's totally what he would do too. He's so loyal and protective and that's totally what he would do. But even Mulder, like at the end of this one, like this chapter where he's like, well, I guess I should thank her for not having coping skills. Which yeah. Even now, even then he's being a dick. Thing it's to like, say, I mean, yeah. you should be thankful. <laughs> Yeah, and but instead he has to make a comment like that. Well, and again, there's a line, you know, Skinner's like, she's not the person she was, but she needs you to be the person you were. Yeah, and if you can't, then you need to walk away. And Mulder looks at him as like, well, Walter, you've been waiting in the wings all this time. This may be your big shot. Like, yeah. Oh, I got it wrong. That's this fic. Well, no, I, was, I think yeah, there. I, I think the line no, is said. It's in the other one too. Something it's in the other similar. one. Yeah. yeah. It yeah. shows oh, okay. up in two of them. <laughs> yeah. Lynn has I a type. find it very interesting that in this one, Skinner says, or th- there's this line, Skinner wonders if the cruelty he hears is intentional or if it's Mulder who has no coping skills at this point. Yeah. Maybe both. Because Mulder yep. does seem to be, uh, well, I don't know, intentionally or unintentionally, but like unnecessarily cruel. Mm-hmm. And extra, mm-hmm. extra cruel. Yeah. 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 Yes. Yeah. And that's what people do when they're, you know, deeply hurt inside mm-hmm. as they lash out. And I, it's one of these fix where, uh, 
I think it's Hour of Wood, but I will probably be wrong because I've been wrong about all the other <laughs> quotes, I think. But they're all something so like similar, he's a cornered. Lynn. They they are the themes are similar, the, yeah. the mm-hmm. settings are similar, the writing is all gorgeous and very well done. And I, you know, I get them mixed up a lot. So, but yeah, in no one, one of these you. he uh it says something like, you know, he's a cornered animal and he bites. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's kind of what's happening. Like yeah. he's injured and he's being provoked. And so he lashes out. Mm-hmm. Um, well, and he's probably lashing out to just not feel like mm-hmm. he'd rather make other people feel than he himself acknowledge a, what he's been through. Yeah. B how it's affected other people and see where he fits in now. Right. Like, he probably doesn't even want to acknowledge any of that and and relive any of that. Um, just from the scenes scenes that we got, his you know his yeah. time on that spaceship looked extremely painful yeah. <laughs> compared to to Scully, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so I can I can understand the lashing out, but it's still just so painful to see. Yeah, to... and also like this part here where. Um, uh, in this chapter, like he goes to Skinner. Oh, well, she seems like she's moved on. And he goes, do you remember how you were when she was missing, when she ended up in a bed like this? Mm-hmm. And then he goes that bad, huh? And I'm like, like for, you were like that season two. This is now, you know, six years later and you've built this relationship mm-hmm. over these eight years. How can you not? think that she would be as bad or even worse because your relationship has evolved and begun begun become even deeper than mm-hmm. it was then right i'm like how self-absorbed or like just because she's pregnant you think that she feels nothing and she, she you know she's like oh well i got taken and that's it she was she was fine she moved on and that was that was all um yeah he's just has a complete inability to empathize yeah or, you know feel for anybody else yeah yeah next chapter is pretty long sorry i was just rescanning it yeah oh tabula rasa oh that's okay this chapter is the um the tab tabula raza raza mm-hmm. i feel like i, I said it wrong when i yeah. recorded it i apologize <laughs> um which uh i recently learned that means blank slate so that's oh, an interesting nice. uh interesting um it's the chapter where his cousin mike shows up fucking mike oh, and- i love that and is like apologizes basically because that he he wanted to keep the house and the family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so that's some dickish like cousin right there. First yeah. of all, okay, you yeah. meet that you cousin... meet the pregnant, you know, significant yeah. other, and yeah. like I want a DNA test. Like, yeah. so who are you, Mike? <laughs> what I like about this scene is that first of all when you come back from the dead there's going to be a lot of that okay yeah there's going to be a lot of people doing double takes yeah like yeah yep. i thought you were dead and like people calling you up mm-hmm. you know family members distant family members old friends whatever you know but of course we don't see any of that yeah so yeah. i like this little snippet where that happens mm-hmm. 
But mm-hmm. then it's also a plot device yes, because that's what makes him realize that the baby is his because yes. he didn't know that. Yeah. And then it's like a switch, right? Yeah. When he's yep. like, oh, it's mine. And then doesn't he, after that, he's like all excited. And he's he like, goes, that. that's when he goes to the storage unit. Gets and the like, doll. Gets, gets the, the doll. doll. That yeah. ugly doll. doll. That was some That doll was not, gift. I don't understand mm-hmm. that doll at mm-hmm. all. Mm-mm. In my mind, it's a family heirloom. It once belonged to Samantha. Yes. Okay. Yeah. yeah. No, but, I mean, I can get around all that. Yeah. You know. But it's ugly. Yes. So mm-hmm. ugly. Yeah. 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 But uh, then it, there was one line in this chapter that reminded me of, um, is it Je suis? Is that how we say that mm-hmm, episode? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Where um, he goes, what about you, Scully? What do you want? She goes, I got what I prayed for. I just should have been more oh, specific. Yep. Yep. And I'm like, yes. oh, like, it, it, you know, it kind of took me back to that callback. Yeah. That callback of, you know, his whole rant in Skinner's office and just that, you know, the the lighter times in a sense. Do you, do you think that was an intentional callback to just what? I feel like maybe because they, they I feel like it is. He, he did wish for Anson. That was was that his name to come back from the dead, and he came back like all naked and yeah, so, and yellow. His name? And yellow, yellow, yeah, yellow and know? screaming, and yeah, screaming and <laughs> smelly and cold and yeah. Um, oh god, it's so funny. So I feel like it might have been intentional because you know you're you're yep. praying and you're wishing for them yeah to somehow come back to you, right? The first few times I read it, I didn't. I mean, I thought about the connection, but I didn't think it was deliberate. But for mm-hmm. some reason, on this latest reading, I've decided that I think it maybe is a deliberate callback. But mm-hmm. who knows? But even like you know, he gives her the doll, and then she has the abruption and has to go to the hospital. And even there, she's wishing for Mulder, but knowing, you know, it's too much to expect him to be there for her. Yeah, yeah, which is just, yeah. Yeah. Um, what are your thoughts on the uh, on the PT like the anxiety attacks that she has and that she's had? So it, it's brought up oh, in, yep. in the yep. thick by Bill. Right. Yep. Like, yeah, trauma leaves more than a mark, Dana. And she started yeah. having these like anxiety attacks and has pills that she takes mm-hmm. um ever since Dwayne Barry. Yep. And then add on top of that everything else that's happened mm-hmm. to her. Um, but then she's had to stop taking it because she got pregnant um, and she never told Mulder and he doesn't find out until she has a panic attack in front of him. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and I was it, like, oh, interesting. I wonder like in all those years and all those situations, I'm like, Hmm, I wonder if she would have been able to get away, not get away with it, obviously, but you know what I mean? Like without him seeing or witnessing one, I was I just, mean, I was just trying to figure out the plausibility of it, you know? <laughs> I don't doubt that she could hide it. Yeah. Um, and I feel like that came up. There's another fic recently that came up in where she finally tells him something similar, or maybe mm-hmm. I'm confusing it with these ones we read. I don't know. <laughs> um, I mean, I think it's something that logically she would experience. I mean, she went oh, through so 100%. much. Yeah. And I could see her. I don't see it. how she couldn't yeah. I don't see how she couldn't have something like that I mean she's undergone yeah. so many horrific experiences mm-hmm. that there has to be some kind of fallout mm-hmm. um so it's not really a stretch for me to think that she would you know have 
experienced that at least a few times and, you know, maybe she manages it. She has her medicine and, Mm -hmm. you know, she knows what to do. And yeah, I could, I could see her kind of keeping that because, you know, that's showing a real vulnerability and Mm -hmm. I don't think she would want to do that in front of Mulder. You know, Mm -hmm. she always wants to be strong and doesn't want him to think that she's not up to the job or that, you know, she even says this and irresistible, right. She doesn't want him to think he needs to protect her. She, she Mm -hmm. wants to, you know, she wants to be strong. So like, I feel like it makes sense that she would have some sort of uh, panic disorder, but that she kind of keeps it hidden. And in this fic, he even asked like, well, why didn't you tell me? And she's like, mm-hmm. this is none of your fucking business. You know, yeah. that's, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, maybe she, at some point she would have felt like she wanted to tell him that, but I could also see her not wanting to reveal that, you know, and have him think that she needs to be protected. So in the next chapter, Ag- Agnosco, um, the fight they have at the beginning of the chapter, mm-hmm. where it's again, where Scully's bringing up the, you know, why do you want me to tell my child that you went down swinging mm-hmm. and saying that he, you know, only got her pregnant out of pity and because he was dying and all of that. Which, I mean, I can see how in her mind, all his actions and, and mm-hmm. everything would lead up to that conclusion and that thought, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Like, it's, you're kind of following the breadcrumbs mm-hmm. he's leaving behind. Um, and he's not acting any differently to make you think any differently. And to, you know, to make mm-hmm. you think that, okay, maybe I'm just seeing things weirdly and that's why I'm going this way. But he he... He is acting that way. He is acting careless. Yeah. He, he, you know, he gets fired and he goes to her and he kind of wants, he wants like yeah. pity from her in a sense, right? Like she wants, he, he almost like wants her to feel bad for him. And she's like, what do you want from me? Yeah. Like what, what literally do you want from me? Um, there's yeah. nothing else I can give. Like I have given everything and it's, it's, it's very true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she calls him out. She's like, I'm not what makes you happy. The chase is what makes you happy. Yeah. Oh, that line. Yeah. And, and I, I really had nothing to say to it. I'm yeah, like, her oh. eyes have locked onto his and he knows he's caught. Oh. Oh. God, it's like a dagger. I mean, it does turn. Like, I mean, she's having this complete breakdown and he's trying to get mm-hmm. her attention and he can't till he says Dana instead of Scully. Yeah. You know, and he's like, I have gone to the ends of the earth for you, literally. And she's even like, it was guilt. It was all of this. Yeah. And he says, I could... Com- I could profess my undying love for you now and you never believe it, which is probably true because she's not in the right headspace to even mm-hmm. go there with him. Well, mm-hmm. and, and it he was has to up, earn back the trust. Yes. Yeah. Yep. And it was brought up earlier that um, she said, I love you to him. Um, I think after the, mm-hmm. like all things was technically their first time. And he didn't thing. say it. Back. And he didn't say it back. Yeah. And so yeah. then like move forward to this one where he's yeah. like, I could say it now, but. Now you're just going to think it's out of pity again. (laughs) You know, like I missed the chance, but yeah. But he starts to try to make things right. Yeah. Taking her to the doctor appointment. Mm -hmm. And it's again, the whole, you have to stop working immediately. You've lost too much weight. Yeah. But that the baby sounds good. Yeah. And he does try. We see it in the, in in the show too yes even though it's still a bit um there's still a bit of distance Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and and uncertainty which you can kind of feel and i guess 
you know what? Thinking about the show too, the way she always refers to it as my baby mm-hmm. could kind of like put it in your mind of like, well, it's yeah. I guess it is her baby and it's not our baby. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Um so so I can see that too, like that that confusing him and, and making him think, okay, well, maybe it's not my baby as well. Like mm-hmm. wouldn't she call it something else if it's our baby? I always was she found- doing that just as a protective like measure just as a way to let's say like well you don't want to be a part of this so I'm not going to make you feel like you need to be a part of this and mm. you know to in a was it just sort of a way of protecting herself or distancing herself or I don't know I mean we can be real that the way the show handled it all was very yeah. strange and confusing and yeah. frustrating a lot she of did like say, baby and your she did baby say my baby and, and your he would say your baby but yes. then I named the baby after your father which yeah her and father was probably also, you know like yeah yeah <laughs> that's probably still Chris Carter being like oh who, who knows whose baby it'll be and yeah like, oh, clearly yeah <laughs> yeah no I think I think maybe I am kind of answering my own question that maybe we shouldn't read too much into that in the show because I think that was done mm-hmm. for um dramatic purposes right oh, yeah. to draw yeah, yeah. out because yeah. anyone who watched it in real time knows yeah. that we didn't know yeah until existence mm-hmm. and even yeah. then i guess you could debate but i think it was widely accepted and at the end of existence that they were acknowledging okay finally after yeah. this entire yeah. season we're yeah. acknowledging <laughs> that okay it's not an alien it's really his baby yeah um but but they dragged it out for as long as possible yes so oh, maybe literally. we shouldn't read too much into yeah. the like my baby and yeah her baby and all that but but I like how in at least a couple of these fix Mulder has been reading baby books and pregnancy books and like kind of preparing Mm -hmm. in his own sort of innocent way (laughs) yeah yeah I I really like that and I could see that you know he's he's a big reader so I could see that being the case well and he's got nothing but free time now that he's been and he's got lots of time Uh, yeah actually the part that um there was a part where when she sorry just backtracking a little bit when she went to the hospital with the partial abruption Mm -hmm. um and after like she wakes up in the whole like hand thing on the belly he was like um he goes in the ambulance they asked me what your due date was and I had no idea Mm -hmm. I I know your blood type I know your allergies I know that opiate painkillers make you nauseous and that your veins are tiny and it always takes an experienced nurse to get a line in. I know you like deep creams in your coffee and chocolate donuts, but only when you're on the road. I know you sneeze when you first step into the sun. I know a million little things, but I can't answer even half of the questions in the ambulance. And then Mm -hmm. she's kind of like just looking at him. And then he goes, Scully, when are we having this baby? And I'm like, "Hmm." (laughs) it's like you're finally there. A little late, but you made it. It's he's fine. Like, he's like two steps forward, one step back. Yeah. Kind of yeah. just pacing on it. Yeah. I but love was, that entire yes. scene, yeah. that mm-hmm. entire yeah. line. I don't yeah. know if that's considered one line, but I, I love all of it. Every yeah. minute. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, that makes sense that that would be like a tipping point for him. Like, wait a second. I don't even know this key information, mm-hmm. the most basic information. Yeah. I'm doing it wrong. I need yeah. to reassess the situation and, you know, do better. Yeah. What, so 
when they go for the Lamaze class, like he tells her he's all mm-hmm. in, he's going to take her. Um, there was one line I found interesting, though. It's he's watching the they're watching the birth video. Mm-hmm. And he says, Scully's been through cancer. Scully's been through abduction in the ICU. Scully's been shot. Scully lost and then buried her best friend after finding out she was pregnant. Scully is so strong. I found it interesting that he referred to himself as her best friend and not like partner or hmm. any of that. Baby daddy. Baby daddy. Baby. Yeah. <laughs> that was yeah. so like, yeah. Baby daddy. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I feel like I have nothing to contribute to this one. Cause I'm not quite sure. And um, yeah. Baby no, daddy. That, baby that's all daddy. I got. No, that's a great you. contribution. Like well, yeah. thank you. The husky voice too, really just like got it, got it going there. I mean, maybe I'm reading too much into it, just saying best friend. I don't know. Well, I think it, it, it I mean, it kind of tracks with the, yeah, yeah, the show and yeah. how they're never, uh, they're never no, yeah, defined as it really anything. does. Um, and how they're portrayed as very private people in general. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, you're at a Lamaze class and yeah, with the woman I mean, who's having your baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do like that. You know, they they get, kind of get called out by the instructor. Yes, and, <laughs> you know, it's like, well, what are your anxieties? But mm-hmm. they both have very good remarks. They and do. Maybe they're maybe they're a little more in tune with things than we've given them credit for because you know, Scully says, "Well, I'm not a very good patient," you mm-hmm. know, mm-hmm. and Mulder. So that's probably true. And mm-hmm. Mulder says, well, she doesn't always let on when she needs something or when she's in pain and I'm mm-hmm. afraid that she's going to need me and I won't know it. I mean, that's a really good. Uh, yeah. No, definitely. Intuitive remark. Mm-hmm. Um, so maybe they've made a little progress by the, this point. Mm-hmm. And I like how, um, you know, he's like, she's leaning up against him and he like helps her up and. I think he feels the baby and then she's having a contraction. Mm-hmm. And so he just kind of like holds her through it. And um, that just seems really sweet. Mm-hmm. It's you can kind of chapter, see him coming around. Yeah. The whole chapter is really sweet. Um, yeah. There's definitely a turn. A t- what am I trying to say? You guys, mm-hmm. <laughs> like you can see things shifting. It's turned. Yeah. Cause like yeah. she comes home like late, like what she went and did the autopsy when she wasn't supposed to. Mm-hmm. Oh, and he's taking care of her, right? He's like, do you he's, have any mm-hmm. cravings? And the foot rub. Is that Yeah. Does he do the foot rub? Foot rub yeah, yeah. He does yeah, the yeah, foot, yeah. Rub foot rub. And um, yeah, he makes the sandwich. The honey peanut butter <laughs> banana sandwich. Yeah. Which I mean, kind of sounds delicious. Oh, I've had one before. They are yeah. pretty good. I, I love honey and peanut butter together. Well, and I love peanut butter and banana. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Peanut butter and anything is amazing yes, <laughs> for the record. There's no wrong combination. No. Um, but yeah, those things in particular sound pretty good. And I like the line where he's thinking and it says he realizes perhaps too late that she's done him the tremendous and unexpected favor of loving him back. Yeah. Yeah. That was a good one too. <laughs> yeah. I just, I like how. I like how he turns the corner and he goes from, you know, being sullen and withdrawn and dickish mm-hmm. and all the things that he was in the beginning to mm-hmm. like, okay, he's finally coming around and he's being the supportive partner and he's, he's finally starting to take care of her, which, 
you know, there's probably some exceptions, but most people, when they are nine months pregnant, you need somebody to freaking take care of you because you're a mess. Yeah. <laughs> At least speaking from my personal experience. Yeah. I like when he goes to pick her up and he's like, Hey, pretty lady going my way. Yeah. She's like, I can't imagine who you're talking to. Yeah. <laughs> That's really cute. And then we come um, to the birth scene. Oh yeah. Oh, unless she I was going to say actually oh. before the birth scene, yeah. the part where when she goes and like packs up her desk at the office. Oh yeah. And she comes out with just like one little box of like mm-hmm. knickknacks and like some family yeah. pictures. Yeah. Um, and uh, what was it that he said? Uh, eight years in that office, and she barely had enough there to fill one box. He could have filled a U-Haul with all his detritus and I'm, or detritus. And I'm like, oh, that's kind of depressing. Like, yeah. 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 And then I was like, I, I was kind of thinking about that. And I'm like, does she not have that much stuff in there? Because, you know, I went deeper. I'm like, because she never felt like she belonged even till the well, she end, never, you know, or she, she never, never had really, a nameplate. Yeah. She, like, yeah. Like, it, does that all connect with why she doesn't have that much stuff in the office? You know? And I was like, well, that's sad. That's like. Mm-hmm. That's depressing. <laughs> I, I really would have thought she would have had at least some books like medical, like in some yeah. of the people have like zoomed in on pictures of the mm-hmm. office and there's like a Grey's Anatomy and there's, yeah. you know, I don't know. I feel like she yeah. should have had some books and stuff, but I don't know. I guess the point is most of that shit was his. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. Like yeah. only a small percentage was hers. That we yeah. know is definitely true. Yeah. so the birth scene and maggie scully is not happy with him (laughs) Mm -hmm. rightfully so yeah fair enough Mm -hmm. i do think it's sweet when they do um like he does the skin to skin contact with the baby yeah and i I mean back to maggie's reaction honestly i feel like if I was her mother, that would oh, be my reaction. Oh too. yeah, I mean, oh yeah. Like, she's in the middle the of nowhere, <laughs> and she nearly bleeds to death. I mean, yeah, yeah no. There's I mean, no, there's no explanation. Even on a fictional TV show, there's no, no explanation for what happened. No, like, of all places, like no running water or whatever, clean running water. Yeah, you Think know, of no the most dangerous place. You can- yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let's, how do you even find it? <laughs> Yeah, I oh, and, uh, I love that Maggie's like you will not be taking them home. You've done yes, quite enough. Yeah, it's like well, and then and then even more towards the end where where Scully's like, "Are you just a, a, trying to avoid my mom?" Yeah, because he's like, "I'm gonna head back uh, tomorrow or something yeah. before you to finish getting everything ready." Mm-hmm. And she's like, "Oh, is that what you're really going for to avoid my mom?" <laughs> I'm like, "I'd want to avoid angry Maggie." Yeah. Yeah, yeah, she like, was not pleased. No, we got a little bit of angry Maggie when she found out about Scully's cancer. Can you imagine Oof. this one? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, this one ended like happier. It than, did. It did. Um, the one before Hours of Lead. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, this one definitely ended up ended happier. Like it, it followed the 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 show ending like it ended where she's like oh i think i have a name in mind yeah and it kind of ends like that so 
Yeah. I mean, this was a nice, it was a nice ending. And mm-hmm. depending on whether you want to believe that what happened on the show happens next, or yep. if you want mm-hmm. to be in an imaginary place where it goes yeah. differently, you can always take that route also. Um, but it's kind of nice that it ended in a place where you could mm-hmm. take it either way in your head. Yeah. But it was on a positive note. Yes. Yeah. Know? And sometimes it was probably the most, maybe the most positive of them all. I mean, I don't know. Especially with how it began. Yeah. Well, yeah, like, without it being rereading yeah. it, because I, I did, re- I don't, I don't know when I originally read this, but once I started rereading it, I'm like, oh yeah, I remember mm-hmm. this. Um, rereading it, I was like, how does this one end? Like, if if this is where we're starting, yeah, like, I couldn't remember the ending. <laughs> where does it go? I I knew I had read it when I started it, and mm-hmm. but yeah, I couldn't remember the ending. Yeah, I was I was surprised how upbeat, you know, mm-hmm. it, it ended. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. That was kind of pleasant because you get yeah. you get the resolution, you get yeah. the the sadness and um you know all of the traumatic things happening, but then you get the resolution, you know, mm-hmm. they they mm-hmm. make up, they they, well, they actually, both come around. Did the finale uh not the finale, did the did they write this before the season nine premiere? Maybe they maybe like him having to leave. No, I mean, it says uh, it's this 20, is a newer fic. 2017. Oh, no, a newer fic. Never yeah. mind. I see that. Never mind. I mean, I know it was posted on AO3 in 2017, and I think it was originally posted on Tumblr sometime before that. I don't know exactly mm-hmm. when, but okay. it's definitely been written recently as opposed to like during the original run. Oh, okay. Okay. Because I was, I'm like, oh, maybe that's why it ended so positively because, yeah. you know they didn't know what happened next <laughs> season nine didn't happen yet season nine didn't happen yet yeah yeah Fucking season nine God. yeah yep yeah anyway so that was how, how did you how did you find that annie <laughs> did it ring I any mean, bells no 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 i guess i never read it um we talked about it so i guess i don't know it's probably been a year or something like that but when we were throwing out top darkest darkest timeline topics and we threw out you know season eight at one point and we did talk about this one and i think some of us may have read it then Hmm. but not necessarily everybody um because i remember we talked about it a little bit before but i don't remember who read it and who didn't but and I may have been should read it. it. Yeah, you I may have been. been saving it for when we actually discussed it mm-hmm. uh, because I feel like I would have remembered uh, an mm-hmm. attempted suicide. Uh, yeah. yeah, probably. Yeah, that definitely well, would have definitely, stood out to me. I feel like you will enjoy this one. Uh, based on what you said, yes. And I'm yeah. surprised to hear that it ends on a lighter note based yeah. on solely how it began, because I did read the first couple chapters. They were fairly short. And then from there, they got a little bit longer. So I was like, okay, I should just sit here and listen. And mm-hmm. um, yeah, no, it sounds great. Uh, it sounds like there's a bit more of a resolution than maybe um, Hour of Lead. Yes. Mm-hmm. yes. So that's that's the main difference. Yeah. And it's yeah. a bit less, um, not rushed because the other ones weren't rushed either. No, this is fleshed out more. So you kind yeah. of sit in each situation a little bit longer mm-hmm. and you're able to delve a little bit deeper into both sides a little bit longer than like the that. other fix yeah. because they are, this one is longer. Um, which I, I, I always, that's one of the reasons Sometimes I enjoy you want the that. long fix. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Um, I also find it 
amazing how these stories tend to have kind of um, similar situations, Frohickey being so, I want to say motherly, but you know, like so helpful, such a good friend Um, and the Mulder O's and it's, were they inspired Mm -hmm by each other or did it just magically is it is it a coincidence did it just come into being like this but uh yeah i'm really surprised at how similar they tended to be yeah Yeah. i mean to me it just it seems like these are just kind of the natural conclusions when you have a very skilled writer yeah who's trying to fill in the blanks Mm -hmm. and if they know the show really well then this is naturally what you would come up with if you kind of try to interpolate and and fill in the gaps, knowing what we know about the show and the characters and everything. And so to me, they sort of validate or corroborate each other. Yeah. Yeah. And I I do like that. We cannot include this, but this is canon compliant. (laughs) (laughs) What? Canon compliant. Oh, (laughs) we won't include that. Because that's so fine. But you know what I mean? Like, this is, everything stayed the same. It just, you saw more of this. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't contradict anything that we saw on screen. We didn't see any of this on screen. No. But it doesn't contradict, you know, anything that Mm -hmm. we did see. Yeah. Yeah. And nothing that we saw contradicts what happened in the fic. So they can coexist peacefully. Yeah. 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 No, it it sounds awesome. It sounds great. Looking forward to catching up and reading it. No, you have to let us know your thoughts when as you're reading it. Like last time. <laughs> oh my god, I can't like, believe bam, this happened. Bam, bam. <laughs> that was re- that was really fun. That was hilarious. <laughs> I do tend to do that if everyone's read the fic before me where I'm like, "Oh my god, this yeah. is happening." What? Really? Oh, I love this part. <laughs> That's what's so fun about reading it as part of a group. Yes. You, know, yeah. you can you can talk about it with somebody in real time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So is has anyone read one and this is just my own dark side wondering, um mm-hmm. where Mulder comes back, finds out the baby is his, and definitely does not want it. No, but I've been looking for no. one like that. <laughs> That is what I want to read. Yeah. 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 We need to find one. Yeah. We do need to find one. I just am so like morbidly curious, you know, I just want to read that. And um, I don't know if you guys are following rocket man. Yes. Yep. I'm so behind on thick in general, but yeah. Tamed. Well, I think you have time because it's a work in progress. Yeah. Yeah. That's why Um, I'm not worried. Yeah. But, uh, you know, we have no idea how it's going to end because it mm-hmm. hasn't ended yet. But it started out with him really not being on board, yeah. not just being shocked and, yeah. and not knowing how to react because he, he's in shock, but like actively not wanting it. And mm-hmm. so I'm mm-hmm. fascinated by that take. Really yeah. fascinated. Um, not because I wanted that to happen. I just want to see what it would look like. Yeah. You know, so, um, so if, anyone, be able if anyone write knows of that. You know, send the links our way. Oh, yeah. I mean, to be honest, that kind of sounds like a proof rock. <laughs> I, I was trying to think. I'm like, what thick, what thick author or writer would, would would do that? I was trying to think. I'm like, yeah. that's really, Prue was the only one that came to mind. Uh, and she I mean, has one like, where, like, Mulder, uh, well, 
exception the exceptional boys one um she has one one. Mulder is like basically stalking William and Scully is has nothing to do with him but Mm -hmm. not because she's a shocker yeah well and I've read like where Mulder finds another one of Scully's kids like a la Emily and starts to raise it on his own or finds Uh William and raises William on his own but I haven't read where like and that's not Scully abandoning the kids necessarily Mm -hmm. like but I'm just kind of intrigued. I'm a little intrigued too. Um, I mean, I don't, I don't really think that that's what the character that we know would probably do because there are, you know, you can tell, you know, the way he feels about Samantha and the way he acts toward children in Mm -hmm. the show and, you know, everything. Like, I don't feel like he would really react that way, but I just think it's interesting to explore it and kind of see what Mm -hmm. it would look like if it went in that direction. Yeah. So yeah, I've been looking Agreed. for one of those. Before we selected these fix that we read for today, I was looking for one like that and I couldn't find it. So So yeah, I haven't I haven't really come across anything like that. Do we want to rank this one? Oh yes. Yeah. Annie, you do our lead in for the rankings. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. So, <laughs> let's start with Dina on a scale of uh, wasteland to heart's desire. How would you rank this one? I'd give this one a nine. This one was good. This one yeah. was like super dark. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it just kind of kept evolving and changing and covered both characters journeys really very well in my, in my mm-hmm. mind. Mm-hmm. And of the three of them, I did like this one the most mm-hmm. and not because the other ones weren't good. It's just that it's longer. <laughs> so I can mm-hmm. live in it longer. I could, mm-hmm. you know, um, that's the only reason I liked it more than any of the other ones. <laughs> and what about you, Kristen? I'm going to go an 8.5. Uh, it was my favorite. I liked the beginning. I liked the progression the characters went on, the ride they went. Yeah. Nice. And Lynn, what did you think? I agree with what everybody said. I will say nine. Um, I think I gave all three of today's fix a nine or, or very close to it. And I really love them all equally. It's just, it kind of depends on what I'm in the mood for. Do I need mm-hmm. something quick that has, you know, a kind of pleasant resolution or do I want to just wallow in pain mm-hmm. for a while? Or, you know, it just totally depends on my mood, but they each have something a little different to offer. Um, but it all kind of hits that, um, you know, when you really just need some season eight angst, they all mm-hmm. kind of give you that fix um, just in different like quantities. Um, so yeah, I, I really love this one. I go back and read it pretty often. All three of these really. Nice. So to me, it's a nine easily. Yeah. I was surprised at how difficult it was to find more season eight fix uh, that explore this topic. And I have a lot more. You have a lot more. Okay. <laughs> I, I didn't, I could have given more. These were I the didn't most find a lot. So there's a bunch. I, I have them bookmarked on Tumblr, but there's okay. not. They're not mm-hmm. on Neo Three, oh, so okay. it's harder to, you mm-hmm. know, it's harder to get to them. Or Gosh, I feel like Gossamer has a lot more too. I'm I'm sure there's a yeah. zillion on Gossamer. Yeah, I yeah. went through as many as I could in the amount of time that I had, mm-hmm. um, and I couldn't find anything that really topped these three as far as like what I enjoy reading and. Mm-hmm you know, uh, the sort of style of writing that I like, but I, I definitely, if anyone's looking for more, I can give you some more recommendations. 
Um, it's just that they weren't necessarily the best okay. candidates for today's discussion because they were either fairly short or they were, you know, posted in a bunch of different pieces on Tumblr or, you know, mm-hmm. something like that. Whereas these were like easily accessible and more mm-hmm. substantive. Mm-hmm. Interesting. But yeah, this is just a topic that I really, really, I don't know why I like it so much. I think it's because I had a fairly traumatic pregnancy myself. Not, oh. not as traumatic as Scully, no way. No, not um, in a in a cabin in the woods my, and <laughs> no, nothing like that. But like yeah. it was not a positive experience. And so I kind of relate to, you know, when I read about it, it makes me feel like valid, you know, yeah. like hey, I'm not the only mm-hmm. person that had a shitty so, pregnancy. <laughs> so did you find it find them truth not truthful? Like accurate the way they were written? Um like in a yeah. sense of like how you felt like compared to yeah I mean it was a different type of unpleasantness well, yeah yeah um but I don't know somehow it just made me feel more validated because mm-hmm. nobody I mean not to like get onto a different tangent but like you don't hear a lot of people more so lately but you don't hear a lot of people talking about difficult pregnancies I mean mm-hmm. you're supposed mm-hmm. to be happy um and yeah. it's supposed to be a positive thing and you know nobody wants to hear how miserable you were mm-hmm. um but the problem with that is that then when it happens to you you're caught off guard and you don't know that this is actually really normal um so yeah I guess it just kind of helped me to read about somebody else that like just had a totally shit time even if it was for different reasons right mm-hmm. like she yeah. had lost her partner she was depressed and yeah. alone and that wasn't my experience thankfully yeah. Um, but I still was miserable and I felt like shit and I wasn't happy. Um, yeah. and, um, you know, I was really depressed for different reasons. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it just makes me feel better to read about somebody else going through that. Yeah. Yeah. It's well, and- that you can, you have something to relate to, especially mm-hmm. if people in your life aren't talking about it. I think that's really important. Mm-hmm. And even though, like you said, the, the, the circumstances obviously are different, but the isolation almost felt the same in a sense, right? Like mm-hmm. having no one. Yeah. Yeah. And just the like detachedness and like, mm-hmm. you know, it's like, you know, you're pregnant, but I don't care because I feel like so incredibly awful that I just don't care about anything, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And it yeah. sounds terrible, right? It sounds awful, but you're not in your right mind. No, you're not yourself. You are beholden to all of these brain chemicals that are taking over your body and yeah. making you think that they're making you a different person and they're making mm-hmm. you act like a different person and you're not your normal self at all um, because you're harboring a parasite yeah. and <laughs> it's not your body for yeah. about 40 weeks. Yeah. Um, so yeah, maybe that's why I really like these and I kind of seek them out. Um, I don't know, just a theory, but yeah. Um, but yeah, it's definitely one of the, there's lots of good angst, uh, like areas of angst, but this is one of the, what, this is one of my favorites. Yeah. Well, and I feel with, with season eight in general too, it's, there's just so many different moments someone can choose to write about or, you know, yeah. And, I mean, and, it is rife with possibility. Yeah. <laughs> and, and written differently each time, right. Mm-hmm. Someone else's take mm-hmm. on how they saw it happen or what they think, you know, their feeling or had gone on in the background and they're all still, plausible storylines um so yeah season eight is a good uh angst season yeah lots of potential there Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so much potential 
Awesome. I think that wraps up our season eight angst. Mulder returned (laughs) episode. (laughs) Well, thank you so much, everyone. That was awesome. Give these fix a try. There are, I guess, different levels based on what you think your tolerance could be. So, Mm -hmm. And you can read, read them or listen to them. Listen to them. Yes. True. So all three of these are recorded. Yeah. I, yeah, I did the two Darla Black and Dina did. I did the Lindsay Drabbles. Well done, everyone. That's awesome. Thank you. If you like this and would like to contribute, you can do so by going to our Patreon page at www.patreon.com forward slash audio fanfic pod. As a patron, you are granted early access to one new story of your choosing per month. Thank you for listening. And remember, the stories are out there. It's the darkest time.